Hi everyone, welcome back to the Daily Gospel Exegesis Podcast, produced by Logical Bible Study. I hope you're enjoying this approach to scripture where we go through verse by verse for the daily gospel reading from today's Mass, and we're trying to do a proper exegesis, really diving into the text. What did it mean in its original context? So we're looking at the literal sense of scripture from a Catholic perspective, from a perspective that's faithful to the teaching of the church, and also is helping you understand what contemporary scholars are saying about the very words of scripture. So we're really doing an in-depth study of the text of scripture. If you're enjoying this podcast and you appreciate this ministry, please consider becoming a supporter of the ministry so we can keep making more podcasts and maybe look at more books of the Bible as well. The information about how to support the ministry can be found in the episode description. You'll see the link to the Patreon page there, and there's all sorts of exclusives you can get access to. You can get access to bonus episodes, which you'll never hear as part of the normal podcast, and you can also get access to the in-depth exploration of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, where we do audio recordings going through paragraph by paragraph. Please consider becoming a supporter. It does take a lot of time and effort to produce a new episode of this podcast every single day. Let's now go to today's gospel reading, which is Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. As Jesus left Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd, Bartimaeus, that is the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting at the side of the road. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and to say, Son of David, Jesus, have pity on me. And many of them scolded him and told him to keep quiet, but he only shouted all the louder, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him here. So they called the blind man. Courage, they said, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he jumped up and went to Jesus. Then Jesus spoke, What do you want me to do for you? Rabunai. The blind man said to him, Master, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has saved you. And immediately his sight returned and he followed him along the road. So what's the context of today's passage? So Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem for the last week of his life. On the road to Jerusalem, he's been teaching his disciples about his own upcoming death and also about the importance of suffering in the Christian life, which was in the previous passage. So we get to verse 46 today. Now, the lectionary actually takes out an important phrase here, because it may not be necessary to proclaim it as part of today's reading, but there is actually a phrase here at the start of verse 46, which is, as they came to Jericho. So they're coming into Jericho, and this is a town that was quite close to Jerusalem. It's 17 miles northeast of Jerusalem, and it was the first city captured in the Holy Land in the book of Joshua. So it's quite a famous city from an Old Testament perspective. It's a major city at the time, and it's still there today. In fact, it appears to be the oldest continuously inhabited city in the world. Jesus does spend some time in Jericho, and we know that in particular he stays with Zacchaeus in Jericho, but that's not narrated in Mark's gospel. So we're starting at verse 46 today, and it says, as Jesus left Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd. So Jesus is finished in Jericho with Zacchaeus, and now he's on his way out, and there's a large crowd following him, or a multitude, as some translations put it. 
This would probably include Jesus' disciples and followers, but possibly also some Passover pilgrims as well. So there's a whole heap of people with Jesus. And we're introduced to this person called Bartimaeus. And more literally, what that means there is the son of Timaeus. Whenever you see Bar in the New Testament, B-A-R, it means son of. So Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, who is a blind beggar. Now, if you are blind in that culture, particularly if you're a man, you're almost certain to be poor because you can't get work. And your family might abandon you too, which appears to have happened to Bartimaeus. So he's very much an an outsider in society. And he's sitting at the side of the road. So he's sitting at this quite important major highway from Jericho to Jerusalem in the hopes that people walking by would give him money. So he's a blind beggar. He needs money. Verse 47, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, so he hears that there's some sort of commotion going past, and he learns that it's Jesus of Nazareth, and based on what he's heard, he believes that this Jesus is the Messiah. So he began to shout. Why is he shouting? Well, because remember, there's a large crowd around Jesus, and so he's hoping that Jesus will hear him over the crowd. He probably can't find Jesus himself, so he's just yelling in the hopes that Jesus might hear him over the crowd. And this is what he says, Son of David, Jesus, have pity on me. So Bartimaeus has heard of Jesus and his power, and he's probably already heard that Jesus can heal blind people. So he's hoping, he's hoping so much that Jesus might have pity on him and heal him as well. Think about the desperation that Bartimaeus would have here. Notice he calls Jesus son of David. So that was a messianic title which acknowledged basically that Jesus is the long-awaited kingly Messiah. Interestingly, some Jewish traditions at this time believe the Messiah would be able to heal the sick and exercise demons. That's in Isaiah chapter 29 verse 18. It hints that the Messiah might be able to do that. So the blind man believes Jesus is the Messiah. Interestingly, he sees Jesus' identity more clearly than the rest of the crowd does because it seems the rest of the crowd just tells him to quiet down and they're not really understanding who Jesus is. In fact, he sees Jesus' identity more clearly than most people in the Gospel of Mark do. Now, later on, as Jesus is about to enter Jerusalem when he's on the Mount of Olives, the multitude does call him Son of David. So certainly some people recognize it. We see that in Luke chapter 19. So here he says, son of David, have pity on me, or more literally, have mercy on me. He believes that Jesus the Messiah can heal him, but maybe he feels unworthy of it. He feels that Jesus would need to take pity on him in order to heal him. This is the same as what the ten lepers call out to Jesus in Luke 17, have pity on us. Verse 48, many of them scolded him and told him to keep quiet. Why do they tell blind Bartimaeus to keep quiet? Well, they're probably just looking at this blind beggar and they know that this blind beggar is at the bottom of the social ladder and they probably don't feel that he's worthy of interrupting the great Jesus. And clearly he's not liked in the town, it would seem. It could also be, though, that it's not just the crowd in general telling him to be quiet. Maybe it's Jesus' own apostles telling him to be quiet, which would not be good, but we know that they do have a habit of doing this. They have a habit of sending people away from Jesus when they really shouldn't. Previously, they've already told people to keep the children away from Jesus. And of course, Jesus says, bring the children to me. So some people are telling Bartimaeus to stop calling out, but he only shouted all the louder, son of David, have pity on me. 
As we'll see here, his persistence is what gains him a hearing with Jesus. Verse 49, Jesus stopped and said, call him here. Now, why doesn't Jesus go to the man himself, which he could do? There's a possible, a few possible explanations here. Maybe Jesus wants the crowds who previously don't want Bartimaeus to contact Jesus. Maybe he wants to change the hearts of the crowd by getting the crowd involved. He's telling the crowd to go and get Bartimaeus. Maybe he's trying to get the crowd to realize his own identity here. So the crowd called the blind man. Courage, they said, get up. He is calling you. It's quite a beautiful line, isn't it? You can also translate this, take heart, rise, he is calling you. And in a sense, this is the call to all people to come to Jesus. Take heart, he is calling you. Verse 50, so throwing off his cloak, or you can translate this, his mantle. And this could represent leaving behind the former life, which is what uh, people do when they become Christian. They leave behind their former life. He throws off his cloak and he jumped up and went to Jesus. So clearly this man, Bartimaeus, is a model of enthusiastic and decisive faith. He comes to Jesus, and then Jesus says to him, What do you want me to do for you? This is the same question he asked James and John earlier in the chapter when they came to him. It's an interesting phrase, isn't it? What do you want me to do for you? Because you would think it would be obvious. Maybe Jesus already knows, but he wants Bartimaeus to actively ask and to participate in his own healing. That's possible. And the blind man says to him, Rabunai, and that means great teacher, let me see again. Or more literally, let me receive my sight. So he calls him Rabunai or master, let me receive my sight. He's being quite reverent to Jesus and he's asking, can you give me my sight back? Verse 52, Jesus said to him, go, your faith has saved you. Or you can translate this, your faith has made you well. So the word here for saved can also be translated healed. Apparently Jesus doesn't touch him here. He just says the word. Go, your faith has saved you. So this, in a sense, is a very real fulfillment of Jesus' own mission mandate. Remember what he said in the synagogue at Nazareth. I have come to bring recovery of sight to the blind. That's in Luke chapter 4. Here, that's very much fulfilled. And he says to the man, your faith has saved you. And remember, the Greek word sozo can mean heal or save. So let's assume that it means your faith has healed you. Because the blind man acknowledged who Jesus was and he believed that Jesus had the power to heal him, in that sense, Bartimaeus's faith has, sa- has saved him because he believed that Jesus could heal him. But it could also mean that Jesus has saved him spiritually. That's the same thing he said to the woman with the hemorrhage, remember? So maybe both things are in view here, physical healing and spiritual healing at the same time. And immediately his sight returned. So this is an image of what happens to every Christian at baptism. The eyes of their heart are enlightened. So this encounter between Bartimaeus and Jesus is in many ways a good model of a new person, a a non-Christian coming to Jesus and becoming a new Christian. Not only does he be healed though, he followed Jesus along the road. So Bartimaeus is healed on the spot and immediately he follows Jesus, unlike the 10 lepers actually. Interestingly, he's the only person healed by Jesus who's given a name in the Gospel of Mark, and that suggests he might have been quite well known in the early church. Now, Luke's version of this tells us that all the onlookers praise God as a result. So there's a very good outcome here. The people see what happens and they praise God. 
Interestingly, let's think about what Mark has done throughout his entire narrative of the gospel. At the beginning of the journey to Jerusalem in the gospel of Mark, it was preceded by the healing of a blind man at Bethsaida. That was in chapter 8, but it was only a gradual healing that took a few stages to heal him. Well, now at the end of the journey, as he's just about to enter Jerusalem, there's a complete healing of another blind man. So it's possible that Mark has bracketed Jesus' journey here with the healing of two different blind men, maybe to symbolize the journey of the disciples in terms of them gradually understanding Jesus' mission more. That's a possible interpretation. So that's the end of Mark chapter 10. The very next thing that happens at the start of Mark chapter 11 is the triumphal entry into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. So you can hear that at Mass on Palm Sunday in year B, but you won't hear it as a weekday reading. Let's turn to the Catechism, and there's two paragraphs which make reference to blind Bartimaeus. Paragraph 2616, this is in the section about prayer, and it's a really interesting paragraph. teaches us about a famous Catholic prayer, which actually comes straight out of here, Mark chapter 10. Prayer to Jesus is answered by him already during his ministry, through signs that anticipate the power of his death and resurrection. Jesus hears the prayer of faith expressed in words by the leper, Jairus, the Canaanite woman, and the good thief, or in silence, the bearers of the paralytic, the woman with the hemorrhage who touches his clothes, the tears and ointment of the sinful woman. The urgent request of the blind man, have mercy on us, son of David, or Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, has been renewed in the traditional prayer to Jesus, known as the Jesus Prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Healing infirmities or forgiving sins, Jesus always responds to a prayer offered in faith. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So that famous Jesus prayer basically comes from this passage in Mark and other similar ones where, where the Bartimaeus says, Son of David, have mercy on me. We can pray the same prayer as Catholics. Paragraph 548 is about the kingdom of God. The signs worked by Jesus attest that the Father has sent him. They invite belief in him. To those who turn to him in faith, he grants what they ask. So miracles strengthen faith in the one who does his father's works. They bear witness that he is the son of God. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something new. We'll continue in Mark in the coming days.